Welcome to Business Matters with host Rob Capello, a podcast where we open the conversation on what matters for business. We would like to thank your sponsor, Valley First Credit Union, a member-owned financial cooperative serving the Okanagan, Similkameen, and Thompson. They offer a wide range of banking and investment services for individuals and families. Valley First also has a talented business and commercial team to provide the expertise, products, and services local businesses need to grow and thrive. So good morning, everyone, and welcome to Business Matters, presented by Valley First, the division of First West Credit Union. My name is Rob Capallo. I'm VP of Business Development for Now Media Group. Uh, before we get started, just wanted to give a quick shout out to Valley First, who's come on board as our title sponsor for Business Matters. This is our first with them on board. So we really appreciate their support, and we got a lot of exciting things and sessions planned uh, with them. So thank you very much to Valley First. So. Um, when people ask me why I do what I do, the thing that always comes to mind for me is I love learning about businesses. That's the thing that always comes to mind. And I love hearing the stories and hearing about the amazing businesses in our region. And, you know, I heard about a brand in Salmon Arm that was asked to be part of an invite-only VIP secret room event in honor of M- M- MTV nominees. And they were also featured in Cosmopolitan, Huffington Post, Daily Mail, Wedlux Magazine, Green Wedding Shoes, and I'm sure I'm missing some. Um, that's why I'm excited about today's session. I really am. I think it's going to be super fun, super high energy. Uh, and we welcome Missy McIntosh from Miss Mac Clean Cosmetic to Business Founders. So Missy, welcome. Thank you for Thank joining you. Me. Thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited to be here. So it's going to be so yeah. fun. It's going to be awesome. So um, Missy, we'll, kind of, we'll, we'll get into sort of your, your brand and who you are. I'll do a little bit of an intro. So you're the founder and CEO of Miss Mac Clean Cosmetic. You're one of Canada's newest and most innovative clean beauty lines. We'll talk about that because uh, I wonder what clean means in the beauty lines. We'll talk about that. Um, but you're, you're in a very competitive industry, obviously. And, and, and I think one thing that really stood out for me when we chatted a couple of weeks ago is that you are a real leader in your industry. So I be, I'm excited to kind of chat with you today and see uh, what we can get through. So, so let's get started. Awesome. Let's do it. Awesome. So um, let's start off. Thank you for joining us. But how did you, how did you get into the makeup business? Like, where yeah. did that come from? Yeah. So we'll just, we'll just go take you way back to when I was like three <laughs> years old. Um, I've always had an obsession with makeup at a very young age. And for me, it was kind of like a taboo thing because my mom never wore it. So I was like kind of obsessed. I was always constantly like digging through my friend's mom's makeup bag and like doing their makeup for fun photo play shoots. And then when I was 14, my mom decided to join Mary Kay. And I was like, oh my gosh, I have died and gone to heaven. This is amazing. I get, I have makeup in my house and I get to play with it. So I was her right hand man until I was 18. And then I joined and um, yeah, I thought I was going to have a pink Cadillac. That was going to be my future. (laughs) And then I was actually in Dallas, Texas for a retreat. And I met someone from the coast up here in Vancouver. And she's like, I want to go to school to become a makeup artist. And I was like, shut up. You could do that because I'm raised in Salmon Arms, small town girl. Didn't really have a little bubble, right? Um, And I was like, that's what I want to do. So as soon as I got home, I looked up Blanche McDonald, which is Canada's top makeup artistry school in Vancouver. Mm. And I signed up. So I graduated in 2006 with honors with their full program. And from there, I moved to Calgary and I actually 
countermanaged um, Makeup Forever, which at that time was unheard of to go from school to be a countermanager for this brand. Um, they only hired artists who are working within the community. So for me, newbie, to go right to management was, um, was pretty extraordinary. So I worked with them for quite some time. And then I was headhunted by Shoppers Beauty Boutique at the age of 21 to manage what was then the largest boutique in Western Canada and the first one to have Makeup Forever before Sephora took over the world. <laughs> and it was, yeah, we literally went in, built the shelves, stocked the shelves. And my then rep or my boss, who was Heather Nightingale, um, I'll talk about her quite a bit because she's a huge influence in my story. And uh, yeah, our paths just kept connecting. And then we decided to move home to have a family and I kind of stepped out of makeup artistry. And in fact, I managed a travel agency for six years in Sam oh, wow, okay. Yeah. And I was going to buy it. That was going to be my thing. And so makeup just makeup kept... on, were you doing makeup on the side? On the side. Yep. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So I would do one wedding because there wasn't anyone in, what was this? 20, 2008. There wasn't anyone in the shoe shop area offering makeup artistry. So yeah, it just, it snowballed. You do one wedding and you do another. And it was to the point in 2013 that I was doing a wedding every single weekend. I was managing full time and I had a two year old. Wow. So it's like, okay, so there's, I need to like decide where I want to go and what really like where, where my heart truly is. And I decided in 2014 to leave my um, full time job, my stable right. job to yeah. pursue makeup artistry full-time here in the Okanagan. And it's been a wild ride ever since. I was with Opera Colonna for about, since then, for five years. So I've done their, uh, their makeup artistry, their keys. So I've designed all the looks and helped with the styling and everything. I've done Sweet Legs campaigns for them. Um, countless weddings, countless campaigns. And then Portia Ella happened to come into my life. And they actually hired me to do their first campaigns for their store in Winnipeg. So yep. Portia Ella, um, it's like a Sephora for green, clean Canadian made beauty products. And at that point, I was very much, of course, I have a big, huge history with Makeup Forever. It's the only products I use because I know that it works. For us professionals, it's stable. So then we get into clean, and this was 2016, and no one was really talking, no one was talking about it. And no one knew what that, no one really knew what that meant. And um, yeah, so I went into the first shoot being like, okay, this is great, but are these products going to hold to my standards? Um, some of it, yes. Some of it, I knew that I could make better. And after much research, I realized that there was not a professional performing clean makeup line on the market. Something like the Makeup Forever, but of the clean beauty world. So it's really, really high pigment um, and stable, but all clean with all those ethics behind it. So I took matters into my own hands to create the first professional performing clean makeup line mm. to hit the market. So what does, yeah. you, you've mentioned it and it's in your name, Clean Cosmetics. So for, for those who don't know, like me, what does Clean cosmetic mean? Yes. Yes. And it's, so this is a conversation that I have with um, my executive sales, Heather, all the time about a lot of, there's still this word that's being whitewashed and we say that it's being abused quite a bit because now it's a trend. Now everyone is talking about clean. There's brands out there who are marketing clean. Um, but not, no one knows really what it is. So with Mismac, what we have done is we've made a roadmap and we call it TESS. So it's transparency, ethics, sourcing, sustainability, and safety. So T-E-S-S-S. -S -S. So that way you have an easy way of remembering it. Because yeah. it's not just about 
the non-toxic ingredients. It's about the transparency of the company as a whole. Where is it being made? Where are these ingredients being? Are they being ethically sourced? Are they being fair trade? And then also, how are they tested? So are they cruelty-free? Are they vegan? Um, and it's a word that gets bounced around all the time. So our goal is with our brand is to really clarify and take action and, and to educate what that means. So that's why we've designed the roadmap to clean beauty, which is test. Okay. Interesting. So, and where do you, who do you working with to come up with the products? Because I know we mentioned so it's, it's all local. When I say local in Canada, so who, yes. how, how is that coming together for you? Yeah. So I have my manufacturers in Manitoba. So I work directly with a female chemist to create our formulas. <laughs> and I know it's very important to us <laughs> that, know, that we say that. Um, and yeah, I knew it was going to be a journey and I had to find the right manufacturer who's willing to work with me because there's a big thing out there that's called private labeling where you can take a product that's already made, the packaging's already done for you, you slap your logo on it and you bring it to market. Um, that's not what we, that's, that's not who we are. I work directly with our chemists to create our formulas and then it gets tested in my kit um, for stabilization to make sure it's stable, to make sure it holds up to my, my high standards. And if there's any tweaks, I go back and be like, no, this needs to be adjusted or no, we need to update this or this color is not quite right. Um, which I, I think I might be the reason, I don't know if they still do that because I might be the reason that they're like, ah, okay, we're not doing this again. Um, but they really believed in the vision that I had because my goal is to be like the makeup forever of the clean beauty world and, right. and be that brand, that go-to brand for professional makeup artists and makeup lovers and the everyday person and know that we have the highest integrity um, and knowing that what they're putting on is, it does, it has high integrity behind it in every which right. way possible. Interesting. So yeah. I'm super intrigued about your MTV event. Uh, you yeah. Know. So you, uh, if, if I read correctly, you were the only Canadian cosmetic brand invited to take part in the event. How did that come about? Well, we got this, I got this random email from, yeah, from this company. And I get so many of them that I was like, is this yeah. true? And it happened because we actually got the email back in September. So September 2018 when our glitters launched. And I was like, this is going to be a really cool opportunity, especially like small town girl launching, like showing her brand to the States. Um, but why not? Right. Let's give it a try. And we hemmed and I hemmed and I and decided to, you know what, just jump, let's do this. And it weirdly, it weirdly lined up with our launch of the rest of the brand. So we launched the 35 SKUs May 19th. And then we were in LA for June 11th. So it really worked well with our, with the launching. And uh, it was pretty unreal. Like once we landed into LA, that's when I had my moment of like, I think I balled. And I was like, this is, is this real? Like, is this actually happening? And we had a bit of like, cause we have to say it was in honor of the MTV movie, MTV movie right. awards. It wasn't direct, like right. it wasn't associated. Right. Yeah. And I actually had a bit of a mess up in our press release that I forgot to say in honor. And the attorney from MTV actually called the seminar of observer oh, wow. it was like just so you know um <laughs> we want to make sure that you're not because i guess scams like that happen too where for yeah. brands where you think that you're going to something and it's completely not and i knew like i knew i did my i google and i are best friends i did my searching i did the history on the person that's running this 
um, to make sure that it was legit. And I was like, I know, I'm so sorry, but hey, we're on their radar. Like if yeah, they're yeah. <laughs> like if they're yeah. calling little stab and arm, and the poor observer had to call me and thought they were breaking my heart. I was That's like, no, fine. no, I I knew, I knew. Get it. Yeah, I get it. It was fine. And then we went there and we literally stole the show. So we got to meet like the young and the restless and um, the original Lou. I can never pronounce his last name, but the original Halt. Um, days of our lives a lot of singers that I'm not I don't have MTV so I don't really know but yeah, uh it was it was really cool and and yeah we gifted glitter and one of our lipsticks which is Sassy J because my best friend designed this color and she okay. came with me to help so first everyone had to get a Sassy J and it was um yeah it was absolutely the most surrealist moment ever and it just really kind of clarified that I was on the right path right track, and that yeah. yeah the right track and some of them at the end who were from one of the soap operas I can't remember but they took their time and really talked to me just as like an entrepreneurial like they're like as an entrepreneur like what you have done is amazing because I've designed everything down to the packaging the formulas um the branding everything from the basement of my house in canoe so yeah. it was really cool that's awesome well in, in addition to that you know, I saw you were in the Small Business Awards, you won L'Entrepreneur, RBC Canadian Women Entrepreneur Awards, Clean Beauty Awards, and more. So you, you've been part of a lot of, you've attended and been part of these sort of awards, and you've won, you know, and, yeah. and some of them you've won, and some you, you have it. But yeah. outside of the awards side, you know, in the success, and congrats on that, but what have you learned going through the process, like of being through the Small Business Awards and L'Entrepreneur, even if winning or not, like, is there anything you took away from those that would help in your business? Yeah, you, uh, I think just putting yourself out there and stating who you are and marketing yourself has just been, has been a struggle for me and I've grown so much, especially with Shop Entrepreneur. Um, they have helped me so much in the building of who I am today and being here and being like, hi, I'm Missy McIntosh, founder, CEO of Miss Acne Cosmetics. Cause in January, 2019, when the program started, I would sweat, I would shake um, about, even though the glitters were launched, it would still like, cause I didn't know what I was building, but I didn't know. And I just didn't have the confidence yet to, to go and like, and, and yeah. talk about it. And then to pitch live to 300 people and to local dragons and to win was pretty surreal. So that really was like, again, okay, I am heading into the right direction. And then with the small business awards, like that's going from like, we're just local shoe swap to like, this is all of BC. And uh, we're very grateful for the for the nomination, which was awesome. And then it went to voting. So it's a little bit different than Shoe Shop yeah. Entrepreneur because it goes to voting to get to the next round. And then when you get to the next round, you have to go and pitch. So I pitched in Vancouver in February, the beginning of February, I think, um, and pitched live. So and then they did a video and everything yeah. for the top five. And it was, uh, it was like, okay, I'm no longer in a small pond. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm taking this to, yeah. And I was the only cosmetics company because there's a few other ones um, that made it to the voting round, but not to the next phase. So it was really cool. And I just snuck in. I'm turned 34 on the day that I got the nomination. <laughs> and it's up to 35 for oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was kind of snuck in there. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I think, you always take away whether you win or lose, like, mm -hmm. like you always take away something that you learned so valuable. And, 
the feedback that we got was unreal. It, it led me to the Export Navigator program, which I'm taking now with uh, the government to help us export out. Um, it led to so many other, so many opportunities. So even if you don't win, it's not about the winning, it's about right. the and you always have something to learn too like how could i have made this better and i've done that with my work as well so and sorry guys i'm coming from you live at our miss mac mini storefront in vernon <laughs> so welcome to the market <laughs> i apologize if there's some background music right yeah uh, you know what's interesting on the awards thing is um one of my business partners says you got to be comfortable being uncomfortable and, and that's part of what you're saying, right? Getting and talking in front of 300 people, even if it's in your hometown, yeah. it's still uncomfortable, right? Because you're not, yeah, you know, which is interesting. But, um, so how, from a layman's term, like uh, someone that's actually listening today and going, what makes you different than other cosmetic lines? You mentioned Sephora, you mentioned, you know, other, other oh, yeah, sort of yeah, retailers. So how are you different than uh, someone walking into the Bay or Sephora yeah. and buying? Yeah, so um, so there's a big talk about indie beauty brands right now, and I actually had this talk with another local cause, a local company who is within the beauty industry, and uh, you don't really realize about the business behind the front that you see, right? Like for me, I am a one-man show. I have my first team member here. I also have an executive sales that does outside, um, but in terms of everything else, like self-funding. I have no investors. I under I own 100% of my shares. Um, where you go into you go into Sephora, you go into the Bay. These are all all of these brands are owned by an umbrella company. Right. So they have the backing to be able to get them in the Bay to be able to do samples. That's right. even just a silly right. thing, but but like they have all this big backing behind them to be able to have the display units to be able to you know have a tremendous amount of these products. Um, and people just don't think about it. And then you have indie beauty brands. So independent beauty brands where Charlotte Tilbury is technically considered an indie beauty brand because she owns 51% uh, of her shares, right? And hasn't been, I don't think that she's been inquired by anyone, right. um, but she still owns the majority of her shares. So, but she's huge. She's everywhere. She's in Holt Renfrew right. and she's considered an indie brand. So for me, I am literally a one man show building this, um, that before I was really scared to talk about because when you go to our website and you go to our Instagram, we look so professional. <laughs> not to say that we're not, but like we look on par with all of these brands that have had huge backing and people don't realize that, that when you're, you really are supporting a local female entrepreneur when you are purchasing and not only me, but you're, you're supporting a local printing company, a local graphic designer, local models who are on our printing, like you're supporting so much more local than what you think. And, um, and then it goes into the ingredients as well. Like I'm actually formulating these products to hit my standards. So, and having an understanding of makeup, like I've eat, I eat, sleep, breathe makeup on a daily basis for the 15 years. So <laughs> I understand not draw, only. That, so that brings me oh, to, sorry? How do you, where do you draw your inspiration from? Cause you're constantly innovating. You have to be in, looking at new products and so forth. So where do you draw inspiration from? Um, I, my clients, to be honest. Um, my clients, our makeup artist community, and I do have to say Makeup Forever is a huge inspiration to me. The company was founded by a professional makeup artist in Paris in the 80s. And she built it exactly how I'm doing it. Worked with her chemist to build the, all everything from her basement up. 
And it's so funny because we actually, because of COVID, we were able to go live with the founder, Danny San, back last month in, in July and actually get her feedback on her brand, which was a surreal moment. And if COVID happened, that probably would have never happened. And she wore all of the products and it was Wow. Pretty uh, surreal. Yeah, it was just so to have like the support of the founder of Makeup Forever is just like, wow, like completely mind blowing. And then the fact that my team member, Heather Nightingale, used to be my boss and worked with them for 20 years is just, um, it's pretty surreal. Sometimes I sit down and I, I'm like, just to kind of shake my head. Get, but get yeah. pitch to make sure it's real. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you, you're, um, you know, you mentioned sort of being a small team of one and some support. So how do you juggle everything? Like running a business, shipping, innovation, product testing, brand building. I know you do podcasts. I see you're out speaking. Like, so how do you juggle everything? That's one day at a time. <laughs> this one is it. Oh, sorry about that. Um, it's one day at a time. And I think making my priority list. So what's the priority today? Well, shipping, obviously getting clients there getting clients <laughs> their products that they yeah. pay for is super important and I used to hate shipping I used to just like no I don't want to do it <laughs> I don't want to do it I don't want to do it but now I actually really enjoy it it's really cool um and when you get an email saying that this person has purchased an order you have like you do like a little happy dance right <laughs> yeah yeah for sure so I think it's just taking it one day at a time and prioritizing because we do have so many things on the go we're collaborating for Christmas sets um with this amazing company which we're actually shooting the campaign for on Friday uh there's new packaging design happening for one of our top selling products that was part of our first launch and it has a first launch problem with its packaging right now so i'm excited to get that out of the way and then formalizing a new product um a new primer that is going to be out of this world working with a company an ingredient out of sweden actually so it's kind of like it's like i think you have to like reverse engineer everything and realize what's the priority right now and um and you can only do what you can do like for me because I am social media right now as well it's been lacking right. I know that because um, right now it's not a priority I know I need to do it and it needs to be out there but it's for me right now getting the packaging done for the Gaia gloss is more important, more important. yeah or this campaign with this new with this company is more important right because it you know yeah you just have to think about it and and think about your your time investment too like where is your time spent you're going to get the most return on your investment right is it social media like is that going to generate sales if it does great but what else can you be doing that is that can actually generate sales like like emailing taking a lead right messaging a spa or a retailer that you think would be a great fit like that's kind of more time pressing like more of an investment like better worth your time than sometimes getting sucked into social media is how I feel. That's just yeah, no fair. Yeah. I know that you're, you're in a supporter of local community. You mentioned sort of support local and recently you partnered with Habitat for Humanity for a product yeah. launch of the Patty Mae lipstick. And I love the way you release that. I was watching sort of your Zoom release that you had and it was so fun. So can you tell us a little about, about that product launch and how that sort of came to be and, and, and your partnership with yeah. Habitat? Yes, absolutely. So how the, I'll, I'll go back to how the partnership began with Habitat for Humanity. So when we were building this store, there was a video that um, one of the members at the time took about me going to the Habitat for Humanity restore in Vernon for the first time ever. I've never been. <laughs> I'll be completely like, I've never been. Yeah. Um, and it was really exciting and it had over 25 
25k views and they reached out to me and I was like yes I would like let's see what we can do down the road and then we had this big plan for something else and then COVID happened and it was like okay I'm super bummed but and they're like hey if there's ever anything that you would want you know like to partner with we would be happy to do something with you and I was like and then it just like occurred to me actually no I actually can't even take the credit um my husband's aunt actually messaged me and was like oh my god I can't wait to pat for Patty Mae to come out and I was also gonna order Patty Mae. So Patty Mae is a color that my our 94 year old grandma designed. It actually came from her purse because oh there wasn't a color in the in the Miss Mac line that really suited her. So it's like, okay, Gigi, great grandma, Gigi, we're gonna create a color for you because you are the Macintosh. Um, you are the Macintosh side of the family, and we wouldn't be here without you. And I was like, let's design one and let's name it Patty May. So uh -huh. Patty May was about to go to order at COVID. Like I literally was about to press the order at COVID and had to stop everything. And then I was like, wait a minute, this would be a perfect, like what a, like it just gave me goosebumps and I actually yeah. almost started to cry and I'm jumping in my seat and I messaged Madison. She's the manager of the Habitat Restore in Cologne. And I was like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. I have to talk to you in the morning. I have the most brilliant idea. And she's like, oh my God, okay. And I get on the phone and I'm like literally jumping up and down. And I'm like, I have an idea. And I think, and I think this is going to be amazing. And when I told Gigi, I was like, what an amazing way to honor our amazing, beautiful 94-year-old grandma than helping other families build forever homes. Mm. And it just, I'm a firm believer that everything happens for a reason, because if we would have launched this, it would have been a totally different story. And right. everything was meant to be, it was meant yeah. to be that Gigi um, and Patty Mae was supposed to, was supposed to be partnered with Habitat for Humanity Okanagan. So we did a big Zoom reveal, which is really cool with a lot of local um, influences here in the Shishwap Okanagan. And it was so much fun that they didn't know what they were getting and everyone put it on and it was just so cool and so surreal. And then, yeah, and then we launched it and it's been a huge, it's such a staple color um, in, anyone's, in anyone's makeup bag, I have to say. And yeah, so yeah, it's been really cool. So it's available um, in our retailers here in the Shishwap Okanagan and then of course online. So. That's awesome. Yeah. I, I think I have to ask this question because I feel obligated to is how's your business changed through the pandemic? I know that, you know, on the, I see online makeup lessons and, and so forth. Like how have you had to adapt through the pandemic? Yeah, it was, I mean, as most of us have felt that first week in March, we we're like, holy crap, excuse my mm -hmm. language, but we have no idea what the future has on hold like in store for us so i had to go back down to i had someone handling my social media before and i had right. to this can no i can't yeah. and i have to go back down to that and i realized that i have to pivot i have to figure out how how can i still build this brand and add value to customers while from the comfort of everyone's home so i launched online zoom makeup lessons mm. uh for the month of march april and may and now it's a little bit too busy for me to start doing them again but they were a huge hit it was great because everyone was in the comfort yeah. of their own home everyone had their glass of wine and they were working with what they had and learning on themselves and and following me along which is really cool because usually when i do my lessons um I'm helping guiding you. You're not watching me do right. my own, right? And I can and I can guide you that way. So there was like there's pros and cons to both of them, but it, the feedback was unreal. So not only was it they're really reasonable. They're only twenty five dollars max ten in a room, and then I had yeah. some um, women organizations do private ones for their group, and it was really cool because it also gave um, everyone 
excitement of the day of being like, I have something to look forward to tonight, yeah. right? I have something to look forward to tonight. And it was, it was just so much fun. And not only that, but it built brand sales. So it built like brand awareness and people could see how to use our products because education is key. And it like, yeah, it really snowballed into effect. And then that was March. And then April hit and a nurse from Ontario reached out to me and was like, hey, I know that, I don't know if this is possible, but we're getting a lot of food support in terms of our frontline workers, but not anything that's giving us like happy empowerment, you know, like, cause that's what makeup does. And I'm a firm believer in that. And I was like, absolutely. I'm happy to put together something for the frontline workers. So we actually offered 50% off for all frontline workers across North America, all they had to do was snapshot me their ID and away they went shopping. And we had the best online month that we have ever had. So it was, it was pretty, and then all of the different things that happened um, because of COVID, I feel very blessed. Like this new ingredient from Sweden that we're working with uh, found us during the pandemic. The Live with Danny Sands happened because of the pandemic. Um, we won a clean beauty award on April 22nd during the pandemic. So it was just kind of like for me and I, and I remember, so another thing too, is I remember when Mary Kay started the business and this is part of her founder story is the reason why she picked cosmetics. is because during the great depression, there was only three industries that actually survived alcohol, tobacco, and cosmetics. Hmm even though she had no background in any yeah. beauty industry whatsoever. And that always stuck with me and, and seeing, and it's like, it's so, I feel like I'm living proof of that right now. I mean, it also takes perseverance. Like I feel like I'm really resilient right. and right. I, I have the ability to pivot quickly and the ability to make action. So turn my plan into action. Right. Um, which I feel very blessed to be able to do that. Cause some people get stuck in the details or the how to's where I'm like, let's do it. We'll figure it out later. Right. <laughs> like that's kind of how, that's kind of how I work is let's do it. And then we figure out the kinks along the way. Afterwards. I mean, it's been like, there's also pros and cons to that as well, yeah, yeah, but sure. at least it's getting done. There's something out there. And well, then. And everyone has yeah. to look good on their Zoom calls now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> mm -hmm. I can I help you with that. <laughs> I actually had a, uh, I've been reading about people are more self-conscious on a Zoom call than they are even in a face-to-face -face meeting. They're worried about everything, right? How they look, their hair, their background. Their yep. Just... Yeah, their lighting. So that's another yeah, thing everything. too, is having lighting is super yeah. important. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I'm going to switch focus for a little bit here. Um, um, I, I mentioned to Missy, try something different, some rapid fire questions. They're not necessarily business related. So just some fun questions. You're the first one we're going to try it with. So cool. have fun with it. So uh, there's 10 of them. So let's see how quickly we can get through it. Okay. What, was your, what was your very first job? Uh, dishwasher at a golf course. Oh, <laughs> mind you, I said dishwasher. Oh, no way. <laughs> um, you've, been, you've been around with MTV and so forth, so it'd be interesting. Who's the most famous person you ever met? Uh, Cindy LaRoe. She's a soccer player. Actually, no, I guess Lou Frigro. Oh, Lou, Lou Frigro. Yeah, the yeah, original yeah, Hulk. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, are you, uh, if you're a reader, what are you reading right now? Um, I just watched uh, Untamed. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, if you could pick up a new skill in one instant, just snap your finger and have a new skill, what would it be? Singing. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. You're going to go on The Voice? 
Uh, no, I, my mom always used to say, you have such a beautiful voice, like Shania Twain. And now I hear it, I'm like, mom, you lied. <laughs> yes, um, who's someone you really admire? Danny Sands. Got any favorite quotes? Do you have a favorite quote that you typically use? Uh, everything is figure outable. That's a direct quote from me. <laughs> That's awesome. I love it. Everything is figureable. What was the first big ticket item you bought with your own money? My car? Well, <laughs> I guess so. I guess my car. Your car. Um, what's something that you want to do next year that you haven't done before, either in business or in your personal life? Is there anything? Is there anything on the list that you're like, in the next 12 months, I want to accomplish this? Oh my gosh, that, that is a tricky question. There's so many things. Um, I would love to say I would love to go traveling, but we don't mm. know if that's going to be true. If, um, we can, if we can, that would oh, be like Oh, I know. Um, I was going to say I would love to be on season 15 Dragon's Den. I did apply. Oh, awesome. <laughs> oh, that's a good goal. I love it. I love it. Well, based on your saying traveling, what's the favorite place you've ever visited? Uh, Paris. Mm, how come? Uh, actually, I took a I took an airbrushing course there with the Makeup Forever Academy in 2014. Uh, yeah, so it was just an, a surreal experience. Awesome. Last question. You see, you you flew through these. It's great. What's your favorite breakfast cereal? Uh, mini wheats. Ah, uh, <laughs> mine's honeycombs. Oh yeah, thanks. <laughs> <nice. laughs> awesome. Well, thank you for doing that. Was quick. That was awesome. That was fun. Um, why do you love what you do? What gets you excited in the morning? What, what, why do you get up? I mean, you, you're, you got lots of passion for writing, I can tell. You're excited. You love helping people. You love your business. But what is it? What's the driver for you? Um, I think my drive is that uh, Miss Mac is bigger than me and empowering women and people all over the world that makeup does not define you it's merely a tool of empowerment and helping people realize that that empowerment comes from within and that makeup is not a mask and uh just yeah a, a, everything about educating inspiring other people to get into makeup artistry because it'll never be a dying it'll never be a dying industry people always need their makeup done there's always weddings so we'll be launching, I'm really looking forward to launching our Miss Mac Makeup Artistry Education, private one-on-one -on -one training. I will be up, it'll be up on the website very, very soon. We already have two students under our belt. Um, but I think all of it, like everything gets me excited. Like the product development stage is so fun. And then to like, I actually have a bride right after this in here. So for doing, being part of someone's special day and making them feel their absolute best and just how glowy and happy they are at the end of it. It's like, it selfishly makes me feel really good. So, yeah. Cause there's so many aspects to this industry that I absolutely love. That's awesome. Is there a project that really stands out for you? Something you're really proud of? I know I was looking in your portfolio and there was a, a one you did with, I think it's Camilla Quartz. I spelled, did I pronounce her yeah, name right? Camilla, right? Yeah, Camilla, yeah. She was like the building her daughter with the princess. You know, it was like stunning. So, but is there one that really stands out yeah. for you? There's, I do have to say that those, um, the, the Disney billions of Camilla Quartz, um, we're definitely one of the top ones, like yeah. Ursula, the two Maleficents, the Green and Angelina Jolie. But one that really stood out for me, especially early in my career, was the Let Them Eat Cake uh, photo shoot that was done for Opera Colonna's. Uh, I believe that was in 2015. Uh, and it was all wrapped on the box. So Mary and Antoinette, there's a huge team behind us. And okay, it, it really set us on the map. And it was always one that I always look back and be like, gosh, I'm so proud to be part of this campaign. And it really, it, it, it took all of us from here to like, to the moon. So 
um, that's probably the one that's most memorable. Besides the Camille Quartz, when that's what went viral with Cosmopolitan Daily Mail happening. Yeah, yeah. All of that. So. Um, anything you've seen lately? I, I say really cool that you're like that's going to be the future of cosmetics. Or anything sort of that you're you're playing around with, or you've seen in the industry that you're super excited about. Um, I think our timing for clean beauty and an independent brand could not be more ideal. Uh, clean beauty is the future uh, of the industry. And the reason why a lot of these big corporations can't change right now, because they're sitting on massive amounts of product in their storage that needs to sell. So for us, I know timing is everything and we're going to need to hustle to get to the next mark, but it's very cool to see a lot of more people supporting local, supporting these clean um, and really understanding what that means, because it is a whitewash word, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. But our timing, I wouldn't have been able to do this if the indie beauty world and the clean beauty world right. were coming to a forefront, that's for sure. The other one, too, is um, biodegradable glitter. We're still the first brand in Canada to release a biodegradable glitter at a retail level. Um, it had a lot of hype there in 2016, 2017, and now with COVID, it's kind of in the back burner again, but scientists yeah. are pushing for a worldwide ban on traditional glitter because it's like microplastics. So, or like the microbeads, right? right. That were banned. Yeah. Um, glitter is classified the same. So and we are still the first to release a biodegradable glitter at a retail level. So it's in some of my eyes actually today. <laughs> <laughs> um, what's the future in store for you? Where do you want to take your brand? Like if you can look ahead 12, 18, 60 months, I don't know how far, but yeah. Uh, we have a huge demand in Europe right now. So we're looking at the European Union, the legislation and how to get Smith over into Europe. Um, it's a huge demand and timing is everything because we know that there's there are people behind closed doors ready to yeah. launch big. Yeah. And so for us, there's a little bit of a rush. However, it is quite the journey to get there. Yeah. Um, it's quite intense. So we'll see how that will go. But I'm hoping that we'll be able that we'll have a European distribution um, within the next 12 months for sure. And then yeah, maybe who I, who knows, I really just, yeah, I, I see in my head like little mismatch um, storefronts as well as mismatch training That's academy. Awesome. So Love it. That's awesome. So for people watching and thinking, I got to get myself some Mismac product, where do they go? How do they find your product? Yeah, so we are available um, in Kelowna. So we're available at Porsche Outlet and Orchard Park Shopping Center across from Lush there. And actually the beautiful work on the side is actually my work, my hair and makeup, and a lot of oh, the campaigns awesome. with inside. Um, so Porsche Outlet, we're available at, of course, Market 3023. Here is our first storefront within a store. So this is direct to us. We have the Beauty Bar in Vernon, Chatelain Medi Spa in Salmon Arm, um, Aria Medi Spa in Blind Bay, and then of course online at mismac.com, which ships from my house in Canoe. So, that's yeah. awesome. Well, thank you, Missy. That's been it's been fun. I love chatting about your business, and it's it's it, just the, the the passion you have for what you do. It comes through, which is to me. 90% of the battle. You got to love what you do and we, you can tell that you do and you, you get up every morning excited to get to work, right? So yeah. that's, and it's not work anymore when you do that. No, it's not. Thank you very much for having me. I'm, I, I love being able to share my story and my excitement with everyone and hopefully, hopefully every, hopefully educate and, and someone can take away some valuable, yeah, of how, how to help them follow their dreams. For sure. And maybe we can check in and, you know, when you're after you go on Dragon's Den. Because yeah. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Come on, Dragon's Den. Read my application. <laughs>
Well, thank you, Missy. Thanks so much for joining me today. I know you're busy, so have a great rest of your day. And for everyone that's tuned in, thank you for listening to Business Matters. Thank you so much, Rob. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to another episode of Business Matters with host Rob Capello. If you're interested in being on the show, reach out to us and join the conversation. 